This is the Fantasy Football Zone. The advice you are about to hear does not reflect the views of 98% of fantasy football players. What the hell is he talking about? Get involved with the show by following us on Twitter at DraftThatGuy. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Zone. Well, we made it. Week two is here. Week one, well, it was a week one for fantasy football season, fantasy football zone. I'm PJ. We got Todd. Hello. We got Dominique. How you doing, Dominique? I'm doing good. Yeah, you are. Uh, yeah, tell us how you did week one. My first time ever started off 3-0 and in all my fantasy leagues. Usually week one's one of the toughest ones because no matter how much studying you do, you don't know what to expect. So I'm pretty excited to win all three of the leagues that I'm in right away. See, 3-0. and You're not going to get that yep. expert advice anywhere else. That's why we have him <laughs> on and not us. I'll talk to you guys next week. Yeah. <laughs> didn't, Todd didn't go too well? I was 1-2. and two. Same here. Same here, one and two. And I was talking to Dominique before uh, we started everything off. I think after week, after this first week, I checked actually how many targets my guys got and how much times they were splitting in the backfield more than like actual production on the field because I got a lot of questions coming into week two here. Yeah, well, where's where's all my cream hunt owners out there? Uh, yeah. uh, man, I, you know, you look at that score, it's like great. You know, I got to the point I watched a lot of the first the first games yeah. and then I was a little busier for the 325 games and so it was more just kind of checking the scores and I'm like oh yeah look at all these points this is going to be great mm-hmm. no nah, not so much. <laughs> not so much yeah I I fell victim to the Derek well the the game that would never end but the Derek Henry Deion Lewis 40-20 split where Deion Lewis had uh, 20 more plays than Derrick Henry and I was not expecting that at all going into the season so that's our issues. Dominic, he, he doesn't have to worry about that. <laughs> who was hey, I have Derrick Henry too, but okay. I still pulled off the win. Yeah. How okay, so who who'd you have that was your big stud for the week then? Well let's see. My let me let me look here in my in my main in my main league. I had I mean my I had uh, Melvin Gordon, he had a good game. Yep. Antonio Brown did what he normally does. I had uh, I played George Kittle against the Vikings because nice. the Vikings are notori- notorious for giving up big plays to the tight end. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so he had fourteen. He had fourteen points there against the Vikes. Um, I mean, I didn't really. In, in that one, I didn't have anyone too crazy, but I just had good. I didn't have any surprises. Anyone that did poorly, um, that was expected to do well. I mean, even the people that I thought did poor, I've had a lot worse in the past. It was eight, like eight or nine points was poor for me this week. And and that's the key of fantasy football: consistency. You know, we all want those mega crazy numbers, but it's always the guys that put up the consistent numbers. They seem to be, you know, that's that's how you win these games. Yep. But I did have Tyree Kill in one of my leagues where he was the number one receiver and. <laughs> That's pretty awesome, but we'll see yeah. if he can keep that up. Yeah, that was awesome, too. So, man, week one, what a thing. And like I said, I got to eat crow about Ryan Fitzpatrick after uh, saying on the show, he ain't going to do much. Mike Evans is going to have a bad game. Uh, yeah, Fitz magic worked its magic again, and uh, yeah. He well, that's about torched. the only thing I got right, and it was for the wrong reason. I thought they'd be playing catch-up, and I did say yeah. I would play all the Tampa receivers because they could have a big game playing catch-up. Well, it was the absolute opposite, but, yeah, monster games. Uh, yeah. You know, it's great. I, I picked Amari Cooper instead of Mike Evans, so I'll, I'll tell you how oh, I feel about that. And that's one of my week one frustrations as well. Like I said, that's one of the target guys, yeah, because I, I went to bed a little early. I'll, I'll say it. I didn't stay up all the way for the Monday Nighter, and when I saw he had three targets, I'm like, oh, here we go. This is going to be another frustrating season. Oh, I hope not with Amari like last year was. So what's our what's our knee-jerk week one reactions? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dominique, what do you think here? Uh, you know, the knee-jerk reaction is to go grab someone off the waiver wire here or maybe – trade but is the key just staying pat here for the first couple of weeks you think yeah i mean because a uh, knee-jerk reaction would be grabbing some jets players all of a sudden <laughs> or yeah. all the all the tampa tampa bay receivers or <laughs> yeah. i mean you know those teams are gonna cool off first game uh they're not i mean they're they're they're, they're they did play well but What's expected is, is probably going to eventually happen. So I wouldn't go too crazy and drop in some guy that's going to consistently produce 10 to 15 points for someone that had a big 25-point week in week one. So all you Matt Ryan owners, you shouldn't drop him for uh, Sam Darnold? No, not at all. Matt Ryan, <laughs> for me in the past, has been Mr. Consistency. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to get into that because I think he's going to have a big week coming up. But we've got to answer our week one question. We posed it out there, your best waiver wire transaction, Todd. 
You you said as we left the air. Oh, you know who it is automatically. Oh who? yeah, Kurt Warner back in the day, baby. Okay, yeah, that no brainer there. So you you grabbed him when Trent Green got hurt, right? Yeah, I want to say it was it was probably week three or four. No, so, it was a preseason. But I didn't oh, grab oh, him until grabbed week him. three or four. Okay. But, um, yeah, no. So he had you know he put up a couple of good weeks. So I was like, all right, well maybe I'll take a flyer on this guy. And yeah, you want to you want to talk about flying? He just took off. Yeah. So yeah, congrats on that, uh, Dominic. What do you? What was your best waiver wire transaction that, that paid off the most? And I, and I said a little bit of it last week, but it definitely was when I picked up Mike Vick right away. Cause yeah. Everyone, uh, everyone kind of slept on him when he came back, said he hasn't been working out and mm-hmm. coming straight from jail. They didn't really know what he could do. But I remember playing him week one after I picked him up before the season, uh, right before the game. And I had Deshaun Jackson as well, and he threw a bomb. And I got yeah. points from Vick. I got points from Jackson. And I also had their kicker, and I got points from that too. So I started the season off with a bang. <laughs> That that's awesome right there. Mine mine is gonna be a, a mystery guy. He's he's not a big star like you guys has developed into big stars, but he helped me win a championship, and that was uh, a running back for the Houston Texans, Steve Slayton. Anyone? Oh wow, West Virginia, right? <laughs> yes, he he had that one year, and I grabbed him that one year, and it actually helped me win the championship that year. I think he had like 1,200 yards and 15 touchdowns, and then I was dumb enough to keep him the next year, and that screwed up my team for the next three years. <laughs> you always had the ring, though, from the one. <laughs> yes, and I always get to say, I beat you in the championship game with Steve Slayton as my running back. I like to always throw that one around. So, I mean, there's that. I, I did pick up Kalmara last week or last year about week four. So uh, I was like, wait, he wasn't drafted in your no, league? What can, no, he can was Can I be in your league? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's how, well, yeah, that's the drink drafting kicks in, I guess, after the fourth round. Well, yeah, I thought you meant this year. I was like, no, it was last year. Jeez. That was an oversight. Yeah, a little bit. All right, so there we go, our waiver wires, our big pickups of all time, and we'll ask another question coming up at the end of the show. Get your inputs. Again, you can follow us at Draft That Guy on Twitter. Check us out. We're always tweeting things uh, related to fantasy football and getting your uh, thoughts on everything that's going on. So, Speaking of the waiver wire, Dominic, anyone you're, I mean, you're in good shape, 3-0, and but anyone you would suggest, anyone to, you know, if they needed somebody, say they got somebody hurt, maybe not enough depth at one position, anyone on that waiver wire you're looking at this week? All right, I do like um, Ted Ginn for the Saints. He proved to be the number two, but he is questionable. He didn't practice yesterday, so mm-hmm. there's that. But if he ends up being healthy, that could be that could be a big pickup. Um, I mean, if you if you absolutely need a quarterback, if you got one that just did not do well, um, you could consider picking up a Fitzpatrick or a Keenum, someone like that, yeah. um, who put up pretty good numbers last week. Um, Flacco's also available, but I'm not a big Flacco <laughs> guy, but he probably could be pretty consistent getting around 15 for you if you are more of a fan of getting someone who's consistent and going to get average numbers, which I, I am for the most part with, yep. with quarterback play. I hate when a guy gets about eight and then one week 30 and then the next two weeks five or seven. So Yeah, you don't like <laughs> those that. Are, those are yeah. you guys. Yeah, that roller coaster is not fun at all to be on with the quarterbacks. You got you to gotta have solid no. play there. Um, Chris Goodwin's a name from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers if you don't have him. I, he, he got, uh, with Deshaun Jackson, from what I understand, he's in the concussion protocol. So I don't know if he's going to play this week, but, uh, that might be a name you're looking for. Uh, Philip Lindsay, if again, I hate Broncos running back situations. They just give you migraines. It was a dead even split with him and Freeman, I believe 15, 15 this week. Uh, so Lindsay, he might be a play, but again, I, I don't know how secure you want to be at that route, but if you need running back depth, he's he's out there, so that's another name. Uh, Brandon Marshall's another one that's out there with the uh, injury in Seattle to Doug Baldwin. Uh, maybe Brandon Marshall might be an option for somebody out there as well because, you know, he usually, you know, he'll factor in for those PPR leagues. You, you know, if, he's, if he can still get open, he'll catch the ball for the most part. So uh, he might get you some PPR points. Todd, you're going over it. What, are you picking up guys right now or what? Yeah, I just picked up everybody you guys suggested. <laughs> I have a whole new team. Um, no, I mean, if uh, Emmanuel Sanders, I, I'm guessing, is probably gone in most leagues. But I know a lot of people mm-hmm. had questions with Case Keenum. So there's a chance he may still be out there in your league. If he is, grab him. He got a ton of targets last week. I think he got 11. Most and I didn't the play team. him. 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. And that's the hard thing about week one, right? Yeah. You know, I have Demarius Thomas on one of my my leagues. He fell, and I think I got him in like the fifth round, right? So mm-hmm. it was great value. Um, and I was fine with his performance last week. It was just some other guys I wasn't uh, fine with. Um, Isaiah Crowell. I don't know if he's still going to be out there on waiver wires or not, but he had a great Monday night. Um, you know, you guys kind of mm-hmm. took everybody who's probably right there on the waiver wire. Yeah. But if either two of those guys are left over, yeah, I, I would snag him again. I don't know if the Jets are going to throw up 48 every week. <laughs> but, I mean, he obviously got – he was averaging 10 yards a carry. Yep. So that's, that's not too shabby. And, and just watching the game, he was running hard. Mm-hmm. And, and you mentioned another guy I had on my bench. So thanks for rubbing that in, Todd. Well, hey, I'm just trying to trying to make you feel real good about your one and yeah, two. It was yeah, it was fantastic. So here we go, heading into week two. Uh, I guess some injury quote question marks. We we've covered some of them coming in here, but uh, yeah, here we go. <laughs> we've got to watch the uh, injury report and also the uh, inactives when they come out. Now, ones we know for sure not playing. Greg Olson, tight end for the Panthers. He's going to be out for some time. So. You might need another tight end option for Greg Olson to cover for him. Doug Baldwin, we told you about. Again, he is uh, gone for the Seahawks as well. Uh, This one just popped up, and I I told you guys my man crush on him last week, and now it just popped up on the waiver, on the injury report again. Uh, Corey Davis, wide receiver for the Tennessee Titans. That hamstring is bothering him again. And, uh, (laughs) oh, the frustration coming out again because I thought it was going to be a healthy year for him. So, well, and interesting, you know, Delaney Walker's obviously he's out too. Yeah. I mean, and they had they had twenty targets combined yeah. for Tennessee last week. I mean, Deion Lewis was had eight, but other than that, you have three, two, mm-hmm. two. I mean, who are they gonna throw the ball to in Tennessee if yeah. Corey Davis can't play? Well, Rashard Matthews and he's and I mean they've got other options, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's gonna be tough there. Anyone else, Dominic, we're missing off the infirmary report here for week one. I'm trying I I I think Mariota even is on the injury report as well. So I mean, yeah, there's a lot of questionable guys, but for the most part, that, those are people who are out, and you really don't know until you get to that Saturday-Sunday crunch time for yeah. everyone that's questionable because you could end up – you have to kind of have to watch the, watch the news and watch, the, uh, watch tweets to see if guys are going to be able to go or not. Yep, 10.30 always Sunday morning. you got to watch out for those inactives because <laughs> – they 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 make a big big difference for your team. I mean, you don't want to be the guy that puts them in, and all of a sudden they were announced out an hour and a half before the kickoff, and then you have a big old zero for that week. So, yep, that's our suggestion. Make sure you are watching those injury reports now because uh, yeah, a lot of big stars in week one, and I mean that was the story of last season too. Big stars getting hurt, and well. Here we go, already week one down. So week two, here we go. We'll start it off tonight, Ravens and Bengals. And, uh, Dominique, who do you think, uh, who, who are standing out for you in this matchup here? I know not Joe Flacco. Well, I mean, last week the Ravens, they had, they had five guys that did pretty well for fantasy leagues, but they did expected, better than expected that just because they crushed the Bills so bad. Yeah. It was an easy game for them. I don't expect that to continue against the Bengals this week. Um, but I mean, pretty much any of their starters, you probably are safe to play, uh, play most of them, but on the Bengals side, I, I played Joe Mixon. I, I did have a lot of question marks around him, but now he's looking to have a, have a breakout season. So I no longer have any, any doubt yeah. if I'm going deciding which running backs to play on my team. Cause I have about three or four that could start. Um, Mixon's definitely going to be starting for me this week. Yeah, and I, I even read a report they're saying they, they, they want to get him even more involved in the running game. So it looks like, yeah, big season on hand for Mixon. I know as an A.G. Green owner here, I was kind of happy with what I saw week one. He, he touched down, got, uh, I mean, obviously targeting him since he's the big number one receiver. So uh, that was good to see on the Cincinnati side of things. Well, Todd, you, I, I forgot to I mentioned this. Uh, you got a big shout-out mention. You helped somebody win uh, because of the defensive selection last week. You said pick whoever's playing the Bills offense for your defense. That was the Ravens, and uh, they wanted to thank you for that. So good advice on that. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I got I got a few things right. I said, I, I, you know, I, I suge- suggested putting Shady McCoy on your bench. Um, <laughs> and I didn't do that. <laughs> so, I mean, let's, we, won't, we won't talk about the things I got wrong. Yeah. We'll, just, we'll just point out what I got right. Uh, for me tonight, uh, interesting, Kenneth Dixon, right? He, yeah. he led the Ravens with carries last week, and, well, he's on IR now. So I have Alex Collins. 
I still believe in him. I'm going to play him again tonight. Okay. So hopefully I don't get bit in the backside two weeks in a row. But it'll be interesting to see between uh, Collins and Allen who gets the most touches now that, uh, surprisingly, Dixon had 13 carries last week, right? Yeah. Um, I still believe in Alex Collins. So we'll okay. see what I say next week. But um, yeah. I'm playing him, and, and I like him tonight. All right, and then we'll go starting off Sunday, the noon games, Falcons, Panthers at Falcons. It's the Falcons' home opener. And uh, me and Dominique were talking about this. Matt, Matty Ice, I, you know, it was a frustrating game in Philadelphia, but I, I think this is a big comeback uh, game for him this week. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, he, he's, he's definitely he's a top quarterback. People are starting to question that after this week, so. He might he might be reading some of those headlines and want to come out and show everyone that he still is a top ten quarterback in the NFL. And usually when that happens, some big numbers come out. So Matt Ryan probably is a a good one to play this week. Um, the Julio. So then with that being said, he's going to have to throw the ball to, to someone. So the new Julio yeah. Jones. Um, they're I think they're due to have big weeks this week. Yeah, and uh, hopefully because you know they, they still bring up the stat Julio's only had like three touchdowns since Steve Sarkeesian has taken over the offense. So, and they missed that one at the end there in the uh, in the Philadelphia game. So we we'll look for that. Also in the Falcons offense again, Devontae Freeman having issues there as well. He's on the injury report, so he's a guy you're gonna have to watch out for on the injury wire as well. Uh, Todd, what what are you looking at here? Yeah, you know, with him and Tevin Coleman, right? I usually like both of those guys, mm-hmm. but Carolina's defense was pretty nasty on Zeke last week. I would, if you have a third guy that you feel good about, I would probably avoid uh, Freeman and Coleman this week okay. going up against Carolina. Obviously, Freeman with the knee knees always worry mm-hmm. me because you don't know he could get in there and get a helmet or something off the knee, play one or two downs, and then be on your bench the rest of the game. Um, I personally have Coleman. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to play him just because I think Carolina's D uh, is going to be solid again. And and I think Cam Newton is going to have another nice game. I know that was Dominique's guy last week, Mm -hmm. and uh, he ran the ball a lot. He didn't have a a ton of through-the-air yardage, but, uh, you know, Cam generally plays pretty well against Atlanta, so. And watch out for McCaffrey. Cam, Cam's always my guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got to roll with him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, the matchup's pretty good for Cam to have a breakout game. He always plays great, it seems like, against the NFC South. So, I mean, if it looks like that to McCaffrey. Uh, interesting to see what they do in the passing game as well. Funch, I mean, what what they do to develop that as well with, with Cam. But I, I think, like you said, I, he'll have another solid game, I think, against the uh, Falcons coming up on Sunday. All right, we got Colts and Redskins, another noon kickoff. I know me and Dominique, we're on the AP train, and he proved us right last week, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, I was I was excited. I knew I was expecting to have just one TD, but, I mean, he, he exceeded that. Yeah. And uh, had around 100 yards. I mean, that, it was a good performance. He showed that he can carry the workload. Um, he, he's probably shown that he's a safe back to start going for the next few weeks at least. And he had a couple receptions as well out of the backfield. So the he, lead receiver. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he had some receiving yardage as well. So, I mean, for all of you that took our advice, if, you know, he was a deep draft pick, you know, if he's still around, take him. Or even up to last week, he was on a lot of waiver wires. Uh, I think that's going to pay off for you because this Colts defense, as Joe Mix improved last week, you're still able to run on them, and uh, I think uh, it could be another big week for AP. Um, Andrew Luck, what did we see last week from Andrew Luck, Dominique? What did what did you think of him uh, at the first performance comeback? I mean, I think he showed that. I mean, he's not the same Luck yet, but he's definitely back, and he's able to make throws and put them in position that the Colts haven't been in in a while. So, I mean, you might see T.Y. Hilton. His name has been pretty quiet in fantasy for the last few years, where he was back when yeah. Luck was playing. And healthy, he was a huge name in fantasy. So you might see some happy T.Y. Hilton owners again, finally. <laughs> and uh, same with same with the other receivers like Eric Ebron. Might, his usage is going to really go up. He had he had a big week. So I mean, with luck back, you're going to see some big tight end and receiver points coming out of Indiana uh, Indianapolis Colts ones again. Todd, what do you think here? Yeah, and Ryan Grant. I know I mentioned him last week. I mean, he had he had eight targets. He ended mm-hmm. up only having fifty nine yards. But I mean, that's to to Dominique's point, right? That's another receiver from Indianapolis that could uh, do some good things. And and if we're looking at Washington, Chris Thompson, he had a nice week. I know we're we're all loving on Adrian Peterson, and he was phenomenal. 
But, uh, you know, Chris Thompson had six targets in, in the passing game. He only carried the rock five times, but he averaged 13 yards a carry. Yeah. Um, and that may be another guy that's available on waiver wires too. Mm-hmm. So it definitely looks like he's going to be part of that offense. So he, he may be somebody to look for on the waiver wire or, or throw in your lineup as a flex guy. Up next, Texans and Titans. Uh, we we I've expressed my frustration for the Titans offense already, so I – I digress to you guys. Dominique, what do you think of this matchup here? Um, I mean, there's not a lot on either teams that I'm too excited too <laughs> excited about. Um, DeAndre Hopkins is questionable going into the game. Uh, Deshaun Watson didn't really didn't really look that good. Yeah. So, I mean, as long as he's not playing good, there's really no one on, on Houston that I'm too, I'm too excited about. And then Tennessee, um, what, I've always been a huge Delaney Walker fan, but now that he's out, they're really – I mean, we talked about Derrick Henry a little bit. He didn't yeah. do much at all. So yeah. there's not a lot that I'm too excited about in, the, in these games, in that game. Okay, Todd, your number one receiver guy here. Oh, I, he's I was, hurting. I was going to be Blaine Gabbert. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. That's going to be for Tennessee. Yeah. yeah, no, I, you know, and last week I, I thought Deshaun Watson was, was my stud that I took. I thought they were going to come out and be firing on all, all cylinders against New England. And I'll be anxious to see what happens this week. It was uh, disappointing, to say the least, last week. But I would agree with Dominique. There's not, a, there's not a whole lot that excites me here. Yeah, so, again, Texans, Titans. Maybe they'll surprise us and put up a Fitzpatrick. Blaine Gabbard will have a Fitzpatrick game if he's starting for Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> that Probably not going to happen, but who knows. And it's, I guess in fairness, Lamar you know, Lamar Miller did have 98 yards. Yeah. He averaged almost five yards a carry. So, yep. I mean, he he was about the bright spot for Houston last week. All right, so here we go with Buccaneers and Eagles. Um, again, it's going to be Nick Foles for Philadelphia. It's going to be our man, Ryan Fitzpatrick, for Tampa Bay. Uh, Dominique, I, I I don't – I mean, I, I like Ajay for the Eagles. I'm really strong on him. But when it, when it comes to these Buccaneers, man, I, I don't know where to go with these guys if I have them on my team. Yeah, I mean, and I, I, tweet, I just tweeted out a little bit ago that that's my upset pick of the week. Okay. Uh, Buccaneers to beat the Eagles. So, oh, I, you're loving the Fitz magic. I mean, yep, I, I'm rolling. I'm all in on the Fitz right now until Jameis Winston comes back and takes his spot. I think he's gonna. <laughs> he's got something to prove. When you have, when you're trying to not lose a spot, yeah, and you're and you come out the way he did, I think he's really gonna. He's gonna come out and air it out again because he had a lot of success with that last week, and he's got the perfect receivers to do that. He's got Deshaun Jackson to stretch out the field. I expect him to have another big week. Not 31 points that he had in my league, but <laughs> yeah, I, I'm thinking around 18, 19, which is still still a good week for Deshaun Jackson. Very. Uh, good, Mike yeah. Evans. Mike Evans is a good one to play. I would probably even put in Chris Goodwin or Godwin if you have him on your team. Yep. Uh, they're I'm I'm all in on on the Buccaneers right now. I think they're going to upset the Eagles and have put up big numbers again for a second consecutive week. All right, Todd, what are you thinking here? I'm sticking with my Nelson Aguilar. Okay. Uh, you know, he was very involved in the game last week. Yeah, he only had, what, 30-some yards receiving. I but think he had he a had ton of 15. targets. Yeah. He, he threw the ball. I mean, he had a ton of targets. Again, I think that he's going to be involved in the offense this week, as you saw against the Saints. Again, I know they're playing catch-up, but I, I think there's going to be some yardage there. And I thought I saw something maybe Elshon might be practicing. I don't know if he's going to be back, but I, I he might be in the mix, so – I, I still like Nelson. Okay, okay. <laughs> I like Nelson. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, what else to say about the Buccaneers, uh, but what, what Dominique said, I yeah. mean, right? Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. I, I hope he's undefeated, actually, whenever Winston comes back well, that's because gonna what are be they going to do? That's, that's going to be hard to take him out, and that's what Fitzpatrick always does to these teams. When they, they sign him, <laughs> they got to know this going in, that the guy's going to play his mind out, but then when he's named the starter – then then the downfall comes but yeah that's what he always does all right oh dominique here we go steelers and chiefs i posed this question earlier this week on twitter at draft that guy if you are a Le'Veon bell owner are you starting to take trade offers just in case you know this holdout continues on which we're gonna be it looks like in week two of it you're a bell owner what what uh what's going on here I, I mean, I've been all over. I've been sending people trades, and I haven't gotten anyone to accept yet. <laughs> really? So I okay. Think pe- I think people are uh, not willing to take the risk on him right now, and uh, especially with James Conner coming in and coming in and showing once again that the Pittsburgh Steelers, as good as Le'Veon Bell is, are a system where you can just plug and play a lot of running backs, and they have success. We saw it with uh, 
Uh, we saw it with D'Angelo Williams when he came in. He was the number one fantasy back for yep. when, multiple years for the first part of the season uh, when he came in as well. And now, Connor, he was one of the top backs again. So uh, Le'Veon Bell may doing some, is doing some damage to himself right now, and it's hurting fantasy owners too that want to trade him because he's showing that um, people are just are not as confident that he's going to play and then also showing that um, Pittsburgh is fine without him and uh, you could pick up play James Conner and be confident in that. Yeah. I just want to take a moment to have you pat yourself on, on your back because oh, why is that? Well, you were all about Connor last week. Well, yeah, I know that, but I mean, just the comments coming out of Pittsburgh where the old line is pissed off so much at Bell. I just, I, I felt that man, he, they, they, they want this guy to succeed. And if you're, if you're the Steelers now, you're like, well, why don't we run this out? And why, why should we pay this guy? If this guy's going to put up, the same numbers almost. Now, what do you guys think? Uh, this is a little off track, but whenever he scored, scored his first touchdown, there was a big celebration. The O-line got okay, in there, yep, and yep. a lot of people were saying, oh, that is that is a message to Bell. Well, let's not forget that Connor beat cancer. This was his first NFL yep. touch. I mean, who knows what the emotions on all those guys were. What do you think? Was it was it a showing up or just legitimately happy for a guy who who's come from from great odds? I think they were just they were just excited playing the game. I think all that drama once they get once they get between the lines is all it's all forgotten about and they're just trying to win the game. Right, and you played the game. I mean, you're not going out there thinking, are you really playing the whole game pissed off at Bell? <laughs> no, you may you may say something to the media when you get asked a question, but that stuff isn't as played out as, as the media makes it seem. And I thought the same thing when I saw it. I was just like, good, good for that kid. Right. Great job. And then people always got to stir the pot. So I, mm -hmm. I was just interested in what you guys thought. Yeah. And you know, okay. So we get, so we've got the running back situation. I mean, this game has got a lot of fantasy. Uh, I mean, I think a lot of eyes are going to be on this one fantasy wise because you got the Steelers. We got Brown again, Juju. He's helping out a little bit. you know, he didn't have a touchdown, but he had over a hundred yards receiving once again. And, uh, you know, on the other side, here comes Kansas City. I think one of my friends is really going to be pissed at me because I told him not to keep Tyreek Hill this year because I thought he was going to slide off, you know, <laughs> with Mahomes in there. He, he might have a slide. And when I saw that opening, that kickoff, I'm like, uh, oh, my buddy hates me now. So uh, I know, Dominique, you loved, you, you, you know, you talked about Holmes la Mahomes last week, and, man, he, he proved you right uh, with that first game against San Diego. What do you think of him now week two against Pittsburgh? I mean, yeah, that's that, the reason I was high on Mahomes is because of that big arm. I, yeah. I know a lot of people say a big arm is overrated in the NFL, but he does have a big arm, and it's not overrated when you have a receiver as fast as Tyree Kill. So yeah. regardless of who you have out there, that's going to be tough to defend. He may not put up 41 points, but he's going to catch a couple long bombs because that's just hard to defend all game. De defensive backs are going to get tired, and Hill and Mahomes are going to catch him sleeping, especially with uh, the run game that they have potential to do. I know the run game wasn't as strong as it's been in the past last week, but I mean that's, that's something that they can go on to if people start to really cover the deep ball and leave that field open. And, and Travis Kelsey, uh, one catch. So he's going to be looking for a bounce-back game as well, and and Todd, as you are, as a hunt owner, you're you're looking for a bounce back, right? Yeah, I hope. You know, it worried me a little bit. They threw from the one twice for touchdowns, right? That's the new uh, NFL. I know. It, it seemed very Aaron Rodgers-esque, you know, <laughs> to be honest with you. But, look, I drafted Hunt in the first round. I am not putting him on the bench in week two. So yeah. uh, I'm hoping that, that he'll have a little better week. I am going to watch to see – how many touches Spencer Ware gets this week. I know he only had three last week, but, uh, you know, he averaged 10 yards a carry when he had those carries. So if it goes up much from three, I may start to sweat <laughs> Hunt uh, going into week three. But for now, again, I'm not, I'm not going to knee jerk, and, and hopefully he has, a, he has a good game. I think it's going to be a fun game. I think there could be a lot of fantasy yeah. points on both sides. And, and uh, you know, I, I don't know what the over is. I would guess it's in the 50s, but I, I yeah. would like the over yeah. in this one. Yeah, I think a lot of points could be put up in this one. Uh, Jets, speaking of, I don't know how many points will be put up in this one, but, hey, who knows? The Jets, the new-look Jets, who knows? Jets, Dolphins, um, I don't <laughs> It's tough, that, right? That Dolphins-Tennessee game dragged on forever. You know, you lost interest in it, and then you see Kenny Stills had a huge game and everything else. So so we're going into this thing, and, well, it's Jets-Dolphins. Well, it's tough, right, because Jets aren't going to have Stafford throwing them the ball this week. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I had to take a shot. Yeah. <laughs> Dominique, what do you think here, Jets-Dolphins? Um, I mean, the three I would go with would be Crowell, Anua, and uh, Kenny Stills for sure. Yeah. Um, not for sure, but – 
if you if you need think them. the Jets aren't yeah. as bad as as what they how they are are better than what they were last year and are going to keep that up. I mean, Crowell and New are going to get carries and targets. So yeah. All right. Here we go. Well, maybe the most interesting thing for me is to watch Twitter for the pregame festivities for the Buffalo Bills home opener because, you know, someone's going through a table. So, <laughs> so I mean, they're going to be excited in Buffalo for the home opener. We'll see if they can do a little bit better than they did in Baltimore. It's Chargers, Bills, Todd. Break it down for us. I, You know, I'm going Chargers defense. <laughs> yeah, I figured. <laughs> I, they had a horrible game against Kansas City. They actually got me negative points in one of my leagues. Uh, but I, is Allen really going to improve the chances of that offense that much? I, you know, I'm, I'm going to have to see it. Uh, you know, for Chargers, again, you, the, I think Phillip Rivers, right? Yep. Flacco had a great game against Mm -hmm. Buffalo last week. So for me, Phillip Rivers would be a number one this week. I get that it's always hard for West Coast teams to come and play that early start, uh, you know, in the Eastern uh, time zone. But, uh, again, Melvin Gordon, Phil Rivers, uh, Allen, I mean, those are the guys I would go with. And, and honestly, I would not play any Bills until (laughs) until I saw something from them. That's just my own personal – if I had them on my team, they would be on my bench. And from a guy that kept Shady McCoy because he had two in his backfield because he didn't have much, thanks for that vote of confidence. <laughs> well, I mean, look, you saw what the Chargers did. or I'm sorry, you saw what KC did against the Chargers defense last week. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Shady, he could have a nice game, but I just I have no faith in them. I, I thought they were going to lose. I didn't think they were mm-hmm. going to lose that bad to Baltimore. Well, I I I, I still believe in Lashawn because he, he said he's got to make it easy for Allen out there. He usually doesn't get bottled up for long, so I I think it might be a good game for him. Uh, Dominic, what do you think here? Uh, Chargers Bills. I, I like the play to play the defense against the Bills once <laughs> again. That's probably Todd's end tip. up being a ten plus for your defense there. <laughs> um, and then every Chargers player that you could probably play because you know Philip Rivers likes to sling that ball around. Yep. So the obvious ones: Keenan Allen, Melvin Gordon, uh, Mike Williams. A couple guys that might still be available in your league would be uh, Austin Austin Akeeler, yep. um, Tyrell Williams. Uh, I mean, Antonio Gates is still available in uh, two of the leagues that I'm in. Yeah, so I just picked him up. Lot, yeah, there's a lot of guys that you could possibly get that are going to get touches this week against a bad team that are they're probably going to move the ball on. Can you play 11 in the box? <laughs> <laughs> you might have to this week, so pick up all the charges you want. All right, here we go. Vikings, Packers, it's at Lambeau. Dominique, let us know your thoughts here, Vikings, Packers. Um, I mean, last week the offense was pretty pretty average for the Vikings. Um, I expect I expect Adam Thielen to have a big bounce back week. I thought that their uh, his timing with Cousins was off a little bit, and I think they're really gonna that's gonna improve as the season progresses. And uh, they're gonna make an emphasis uh, this next week to to have that connection. Diggs had a better week than than Thielen as far as uh, targets, but um, don't don't sleep on Adam Thielen. He's still a top receiver, and I, if you have him. I would I would play him because I expect a, I expect a big week out of him. Um, same with uh, um, I mean Cousins isn't really a guy I would play, but I, I just think he's going to have a better week this week too. Um, but if, if you are in a league that doesn't have a lot of quarterbacks, you could you could go Cousins. Um, Green Bay defense I think is a little suspect in the passing game, so he could put up twenty plus points this week on Green Bay. All right, Todd. What do you got for us? Well, it's all going to depend on who's playing quarterback for the Packers. Well, we know who's I mean, playing quarterback. <laughs> well, I'm just They're saying. going to give him enough pills again for the post-game press conference to say, my knee! That was adrenaline. <laughs> no, it was. Much. It was adrenaline. He said yeah, so. Right. He does not fib. It was adrenaline. <laughs> He's dating a fib. What are you talking about? She's from <laughs> Illinois. Uh, Danica, she was very happy. I tell you what, my uh, texts, if you could have seen my texts in the first half of that game, because 85% well, yeah, it was the end of, the world. of my family and friends are oh. Bears fans. Okay, yeah. So it was really weird. I got a lot of texts in the first half, and I think I got one at the end of the game. A lot so of crickets, everybody huh? went to sleep. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, if, if Aaron plays and he is Aaron, you know, any of the receivers, now Devontae's questionable with a shoulder. Okay. Um, you know, I don't know what the severity of it is, but again, keep an eye on it. Uh, Allison actually had a, a nice yep. game on Sunday night. He he showed some some flashes. He had the touchdown, of course, and he's always a guy that I kind of like. Um, Randall Cobb had the big play. Obviously, I, I don't know if I'm 
going to fall in love fantasy wise with Randall Cobb after last week. He had a great game, no mm-hmm. questions. But I mean, he had a seventy-five yard touchdown. That was a lot of his of his points. But you know, he was definitely seeing the ball. Running backs, I don't know. I expected more out of Jamal Williams last week. I think it's going to be hard to run against the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, Dominique said this at the start of the show. Vikings sometimes give up big plays to tight ends. Jimmy Graham was very quiet last week. Will he have a Kittle-like game mm-hmm. against the Vikings? So it should be fun. I mean, it's it's great for a week two game, right? You get yeah. a, a big a big rivalry right out of the gate. Um, I think the the spread is even. Mm-hmm. So even the the experts think it's going to be a toss up. But uh, that one, I'm just looking forward to watching. A matchup I like in this one is Dalvin Cook coming out of the backfield receiving. And to see how those Packer linebackers could catch him, or or because I saw in Week One they they got Delvin involved a lot in the passing game in the flat, and it'll be interesting to see how that matches up if they spread him out more and running as well. Because Chicago, you know Howard and Cohen, they they ran pretty good against this defense. Yeah, they had Cohen all over the place. He was doing yeah. a lot of uh, you know, wheel routes out of the backfield, matched up against a linebacker. So, yeah, it's it's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. All right, so Vikings Packers noon kickoff there. All right, here we go. We were so all oh, we thought those fridges were going to open in Cleveland last Sunday. I know uh Cleveland former Cleveland Brown great tackle Joe Thomas, he had a camera on one just waiting when they tied the game up at 21. And then everyone was asking for clarification rules in overtime. So if we tie, do these things open? And then Budweiser said, no, they don't. You have to win. <laughs> it's like a survivor pool. Yeah. If you tie, you're out. <laughs> so Browns will try to get that win against a very ticked-off Saints team in New Orleans. Dominique, what do you think here? Well, last week we had talked about with the Browns that we didn't really know who their rusher was going to be because they had a lot yeah. of talent on the in the backfield that they haven't really had in the past. It looked like Carlos Hyde kind of took the lead in that so he might be he might be a good one to look at playing this week um josh gordon i know they didn't start him technically even though he did start he wasn't supposed to <laughs> but his yeah. role look uh, i think is going to be expanded i wasn't confident starting josh gordon last week because you never really know what to expect with him but i think this week i might this week i might give him a chance todd what do you think here uh, tyrod taylor you know he uh, actually was the leading rusher for cleveland <laughs> last week um and, you know, he threw for almost 200 yards. Again, after what you saw Fitzpatrick do against the Saints defense, I would I would play Taylor, to be honest with you. Okay. I mean, I'm angry with the Saints because I had them as one of my uh, survivor picks. And <laughs> so I'm very upset with them. Uh, and, and Kamara, right? I mean, yeah. he what a stud. He's just – he looks like he is the real deal. You saw what Connor did against the Browns defense last week. So, I mean, he could have 200 yards. Yeah, I, I really like Kamara in this matchup, especially what I read that they're not too high on Mike Gillisley after they brought him in, thought maybe he'll spill him a little bit. From what I understand, Kamara may have even bigger role now in that backfield that, you know, where they were going to get him off the field more. So look for him. Michael Thomas should have a pretty good game. I mean, Drew Brees, he'll look to bounce back. I mean, he had a decent game, decent first week. I mean, for fantasy, he was good again. So, I mean, he's another top play again this week. Uh, against the Browns. Uh, again, that's another noon kickoff. Then the later kickoffs, <laughs> Lions and 49ers. Uh, Dominique, what do you think here? We saw the 49ers. We saw what the Lions did. I, I'm kind of liking the Niners options in this one. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> the Lions, I don't know what what they were doing on offense and defense. Um, or, it's, that was bad. I don't know if Matt Patricia came in and tried to change too much on the team, yeah. but I'm not confident in the Lions and in any way, even though they do have a lot of talent in that offense. But yeah. I'll have to see one more game before I would recommend anyone to pick up any any Lions players there. Um, but with the Niners, I had mentioned George Kittle. He had a big week. It was against the Vikings who give up points to the tight end. But um, going against the Lions, I mean, he might have another big week again. Um, I mean, other than that, I'm not too. there's not really too many people in that game that I would uh, recommend to pick up or really play. All right, Todd, what do you think Niners and Lions here? I don't like any of it. Okay. <laughs> now I think yeah. I think Jimmy G will have a nice game. Yep. Um he fared better than I thought he would against the Vikings and 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 from seeing what Darnold did on Monday night, how could you not like Jimmy G and you know for the Lions again, they were down big so they were playing catch up but uh you know, Kenny Galladay, he was the lead receiver. Yeah. So uh, he may be somebody else that may be on your waiver wire if you're in a in a league where people don't 
know they're younger guys, but um, yeah. you know, he he may be worth picking up. Again, you don't know how much of that was garbage time and how much of that is is he really going to be the featured guy. I mean, he had 12 targets, Golden Tate had 15, so they they got the bulk of the targets and 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 Jones he was actually the third targeted guy. So, you know, he, he might be worth a flyer. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll move on to Cardinals and Rams. Boy, the Cardinals, one of the frustrating teams in week one. I mean, David Johnson came back pretty decent, but uh, other than that, uh, it was hard to watch for the Cardinals taking on a Rams team that performed pretty good Monday night. Dominique, what do you think here? Yeah, I mean, with the Rams, I'd say I, I suggested Cooper Cup last week. Yep. Um, I, li- I like him again this week. Um, he did pretty good. Arizona did not play well, and I think the Rams are going to put up some points. So Gurley is going to get the bulk of, the bulk of those points. Um, Goff will probably have a good game. And then uh, Cooper Cup will probably get, um, I'm thinking, anywhere from 15 to 20 points there against the Cardinals. Um, David uh, David Johnson for the Cardinals, is. I think he's going to he's gonna have a, his typical games anywhere from 15 to 25 points. And then other than that, I wouldn't – Play too many people on the Cardinals. Larry Fitzgerald would get a sure uh, few catches, probably amount to ten points or so. But outside of that, I'm not liking anyone on the on the Cardinals. Todd, what do you think here? Yeah, I like the receivers for the Rams. Right, uh, Cooks, Cup, Woods. They all had eight, nine, nine were their targets. Right, so yeah. they, it was it spread spread the ball around evenly. Mm-hmm. I know Woods was kind of the odd man out. He only had three for thirty seven. I'm actually I have Robert Woods. I'm going to play him over Amari Cooper this week. To be honest with you, yeah. I just until. Yeah. Until I see something out of Cooper and watch, that means play Cooper because he'll have a, a monster game. game. Yep. Right. But um, I just, you know, if I want a guy, I love targets, right? Mm-hmm. Whenever I go to the waiver wire, I like to look at targets more than I look at receptions and yards because if you get a lot of balls thrown your way, the opportunity is there. So, again, I, I think this is going to be a laugher, I, mm-hmm. you know. So, <laughs> I, I just I didn't see anything from the Cardinals that I liked. Up next, Patriots and Jaguars. Uh, again, Fournette. It sounds like he's going to play, but uh, again, <laughs> hamstring frustrated a lot of owners in Week One. So, Jags, Pats, Dominic. What do you think here? Um, I like uh, I like Philip Dorsett for the for the Patriots there. Okay. Um, Brady is just slinging the ball around like he always does, even at his age. And Dorsett looks like he's going to get most most of those touches uh, outside of uh, outside of Gronkowski, of course, because. He's Gronk, and he's basically a receiver. So but, yeah, he's I mean, their number one right the now. The receivers too. Yeah, yeah, Gronk's basically their number one receiver. I mean, that's what yeah, he, he what, what they got right now. I, I was thinking of maybe doing controversial because I'm look I'm on Hurricane Watch too because I'm I'm making sure this weather's not going to affect Jacksonville, and it looks like it's not Sunday. So I I almost thought I am a Tom Brady owner, and I almost I, I was thinking about putting him on the bench and starting Kirk Cousins. But I, I might go back to Tom. I almost went against my advice here, but I, I, I've, I, I think I'm going to stick with Tom. Pick up Tyrod Taylor. No, Play no, him. I am not taking your <laughs> advice. Um, hey, thanks for that buffoon. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> um, so, Tom, what do you think besides that buffoonery, Patriots, or what I was going to try to do? So I'm going to, I'm going to stick with Tommy. But yeah, it, against the tough Jags defense. Yeah, you know, again, maybe James White. Um, you know, he was involved last week. He mm-hmm. may get some balls out of the backfield. Uh, but yeah, it, this one, it, again, there's, there's nothing that other than Gronk that I truly love. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Raiders and Broncos. Dominique, the case, Keenamara, and they are flinging it in Denver. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, he, he did. He gave, he gave those guys opportunities to make plays. He did have three interceptions. So Keenum himself, I'm not too confident in, but the fact that he was through for over 300 yards makes Emmanuel Sanders and Demarius Thomas gives them some fantasy life again. Yeah. So, I mean, those guys, they're both probably safe to play. Um, if you had any questions on who to start for receiver, um, I'd, I'd be safe starting both those guys because Keenum's going to, he's going to throw his interceptions, but he's also going to give those guys opportunities and Denver won doing that. So mm-hmm. I'm guessing that's going to continue here going into next week. All right, Todd, give us uh, your take on this one. Yeah, I like Royce Freeman. I know Lindsey got a lot of touches. It was pretty equal last week. Yep. Um, I think Freeman's going to have a nice game. Raiders coming off a short week, and, and they just did not look no, good they at terrible. all. I mean, so, I again, I, I would lean the Denver Broncos as well, like Dominique said. I, I'm down on Cooper. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Cook had a, a monster yeah. game for the Raiders. He was basically the only one. Um, Marshawn had that early touchdown and then kind of fell off the map. So, I 
I don't know. I know it's a rivalry game. I know maybe they'll be up for, for the Broncos, but until I see a little more out of the Raiders, I'm, I'm staring clear. All right, Sunday night, Giants and Cowboys. What do you think, Dominique? Uh, for the Giants, I, I played Saquon Barkley, and he yeah. did he did pretty good. Yeah, he did. He got, he got me uh, twenty points in my league on my scoring, but I was I was happy with it. I think he's gonna he's gonna be a good pick. A lot of people were saying the Giants should be angry that they didn't draft Darnold uh, over Bark uh, over Barkley, but I mean, Barkley yeah. looked. He showed why he was the top pick, and um, I'm 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 gonna roll with him all season. He's probably never coming out of my lineup. So. And then uh, outside of that, uh, I mean Beckham. He, he was old, he was Ozell Beckham again. That was good to see. Mm-hmm. Um, don't don't really like anyone else on the Giants. I mean, unless you're getting kind of kind of deep on your deep on your uh, lineup <laughs> or roster there. Just in, unless you need somebody deep, the Sterling Shepherd maybe. But uh, <laughs> I I man yeah, going to this one Giants. Uh, they the rolling Cowboys. Uh, I think Zeke will have a, a big game again. I, you know, they, you know, rivalry game. He always seems to come alive against the Giants. So, I, I like that. I, oh yeah, I showed you this. I had to send you this because in one of the leagues I'm in, you get uh, big play. Um, you know, for 40 plus yards and in for touchdowns, you get like mega points. So when Saquon ran that 68 yard touchdown. That, that play in itself was a 20-point play, and I had to send that to Todd. I said, this is the crap I'm dealing with in this league. <laughs> well, here's my question. Des Bryant, Jerry Jones spotted at the Jay-Z yes. Beyonce concert. Is yeah. Des going to be back before we know it? What is Jerry Jones doing at a Jay-Z concert? I go see Jay-Z Beyonce. Are you well, kidding me? I would, too. What is Jerry Jones doing there? He's hip, man. He's uh, he's Skeletor is what he is. <laughs> Jeez. Dominique, what do you think? Des, uh, they're going to have a reunion, or was this just just happened to be together? No, I mean, I don't think I don't think Des would ever go back there. There's some of the I, I follow his tweets pretty closely. He doesn't have a lot of positive things to say about the the Cowboys' ownership and way they manage the games and their usage of him. Now, what? somebody has to be able to use him, though, right? He well, went and visited with the Browns, mm-hmm. and and that didn't work out. I mean, what? He's got to be on a team by what week four, week five, wouldn't you think? Yeah, I, I think, and I think that's what he's holding out for is for when a team actually. Right now, the, I'm sure the money offers he's getting are just kind of come try out like veteran type deals. But if a team has some injuries here coming up around that week four time, that's when the real money is going to come out. And I think that's that's kind of what he's waiting for. It's a, it's a risky move, but it could really pay off. Yeah, and I saw the tweet too, uh, him lining up with the Patriots. So I, I get that's what I bought the hype in on the in, drafting him late, very late last round. And yeah, I saw the tweet then again that they put out that that he could be lining up with Edelman and Hogan. And I'm like, oh, I like that, but it's not. They're not signing you. They they signed Coleman over you. So I'm like, ah. So frustration still with Des Bryant. They're trying to figure out where he's going to go. So, again, Giants-Cowboys Sunday night. And then we all end week two with Seahawks and Bears. Dominique, what do you think of this one? We know you love those Seahawks. Yeah, they're <laughs> just not excited. Got off it. It makes very boring fantasy. But I know you had said that Brandon Marshall, I mean, he's still got some juice in the tank. So, I mean, he's an okay deeper pick. Um, the Bears, I mean, they're, they don't they're the Bears. me too much either, although they did look. A lot better. I mean, outside of Jordan Howard, he's gonna get he's gonna get the workload. Um, definitely. I mean, wouldn't pick up Mitch Trubisky. He looks shaky, especially at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, in my league, <laughs> Khalil Mack, Khalil Mack had the fourth most points because we have a <laughs> oh, you take defense player, guys. That's never a good okay. thing for your offense on fantasy. No, that that's not. Uh... Man, I miss the the days of drafting defensive individuals. Man, I back in the day, I used to draft like Derek Brooks and. Uh, in sale, and we'd have like 20-point games on tackles. It was awesome. Well, don't forget, I mean, you have Will Disley, right? Yeah. He had a great game in the tight end slot, so maybe if you need a, a tight end that you need to pick up on. Uh, and for me, I think uh, Tyler Lockett, right, with Baldwin being out, he he's the he's, most inconsistent receiver I, in fantasy history. I know, but look what the Packers did against that Bears defense in the second half. When but they Lockett, he down. usually gets like three receptions. It could be for a 112 yards, it'll touchdown, or it'll be three receptions for four yards. I don't. I'm not saying put Hill on the bench and play Lockett. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying if if you have some guys you're not trusting or a flex and you just don't like anybody. 
he may be worth a look. That's all I'm saying. And that's all you say. Well, now what about this bear information from the other side of the family that won't contact you anymore? They're all very angry. Yeah, they're still. They, they, you know what all the Bear fans were saying? Why did we not continue to run the football? That's what all the Bear well, fans are saying. So, And, you know, I think, I think to uh, Dominique's point, right, I mean, Freeman and Lindsey both had 71 yards apiece against Seattle. Uh, you know, last Sunday. So I think there's definitely going to be some points there for for Howard and, and Cohen. All right. So there we go. Rundown of week two. We're ready to go here. And uh, again, uh, we'll look for us at Draft That Guy on Twitter. We're always interacting with you best we can. I, I got a ton of start and sit questions like Saturday night. So I people always asking and wondering about them. We're there for you. So again, check us out on Twitter, Draft That Guy. And again, it should be another great week. we got to pose our question for the week for you to ponder over as well. This is kind of, uh, well, your own thing. What is your best team name you've come up with for your team? We'll roll with that. See how creative we got. And Todd, I can just see you. Can, can you even say <laughs> yours or not? No, I, unfortunately, I wish I had something awesome, but I really don't. Oh, you've got to. There's a story behind it, and I'll be happy to tell that story. But it, it okay. happened years ago, and I've just kind of stuck with that team name. Okay, well, we'll hear that next week. Dominique, do you do you do you have a team name off the top of your head? You know, for next week that that's the one you're rolling with. I'll have to look what I did before. I've been pretty boring in the last years. Yeah, it's usually something to do with with Cam Newton. <laughs> So, so we'll have a Newton uh, one coming up. I, I just came up with one this year, and I'm, I'm really excited for it. I, and I, I've been pretty plain Jane about my team name, but this year I got real excited about it. So we want to hear your team names. Again, get them to us. Draft that guy on Twitter. I, I, we know in the Twitterverse there's plenty of creative names out there. And I'll just, I'll just this is the last thing I'm going to say this week. Either I'm really sorry or you're welcome. <laughs> there's a lot there well again thanks for tuning in to fantasy football zone again follow us again draft that guy on twitter we wish you luck in week number two follow us on twitter at draft that guy this is the fantasy football zone 